Welcome to episode number 76 of Breaking Business Barriers. Joining me, my uh, awesome co-host, Jared Ty, also known as JT, and also known as Buy With Ty. He's a real estate guru in North Texas. And before we introduce our super special guest today, I want to thank Open Media Source. They help us do these things. And, and then as well as American Option Insurance. Brandon Strauss is a great agent over there in multiple states. If you need some quotes on insurance, you give him a call. You can find Open Media, excuse me, American Option Insurance online. Again, this is Brent Duhame. And I would like to introduce a special guest that I've never met personally, but thanks to social media, we had, we had an opportunity to, uh, to reach out and, and contact one another. I happened to see that um, he had a, uh, a layoff, and, and we'll let Michael talk to you about that. But it's, it's very fitting. Excuse me, Matthew, talk to you about that. And, you know, it fits with breaking business barriers. So with, uh, with that, you want to introduce yourself uh, to everyone, Matthew? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Matthew Dompre. Um, I'm currently serving as a video operations, a football video operations assistant here at the University of Iowa. Um, been here for over 13 months now. Um, unfortunately, next month will be my last month with the program due to um, COVID um, financial short, uh, shortcomings. Um, I'm originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I've lived in nine states. <clears throat> my whole lifetime. I'm only 28 years old. Um, I've kind of been all over the place. Um, I was one of five schools, five uh, institutions I worked at. Um, I went to undergrad at Western Kentucky University. I graduated in 2014. I uh, spent time at the University of Houston, University of Pittsburgh, Boston College, Kansas State, and now here at Iowa. And I'm happy to be on here with you guys today. So yeah, nine states. How did you find find Iowa? By the way, I mean you're from, born and raised in New Mexico, and then you you're in a number of different states due to some opportunities, right? That right, correct. To you, yeah. How'd you find Iowa? Um. So my first experience with the Hawkeyes was back when I was a grad assistant um, at Pitt in 2015. Our third game of the season was uh, here at Kinnick Stadium. And it was a great game. Um, great game. It came down to a game-winning 57-yard field goal that I will kick to win. Um, and I just remember to myself, um, I was actually uh, our assistant director, and I were filming the game. We're filming the coaches' view from the end, from the end zone, and that's the ball was coming towards us. And I say to myself, even though we lost, I'm like, this is awesome. Like this is like an awesome environment. I've never see anything like it. I mean, I grew up in Illinois for a little bit too. So I've been in Big Ten country, but I didn't know it was like, I had no idea it was like this. So. <laughs> I remember that game. I remember that kick. Yeah. And uh, I have not, knock on wood, I've not missed a Hawkeye game since I was probably 12 years old, maybe, maybe, maybe 11. So those that follow know that I am a Hawkeye fan and I don this hat every now and again. So, uh, but you found out I enjoyed Kinnick Stadium, I assume. Yeah, enjoy Kinnick Stadium. Um, the second instance I've had with Iowa was when I was at Boston College in 2017. We played Iowa in the pitch rifle. <clears throat> so, and that might have been the coldest game I've ever been a part of. And I think everybody in this building can tell you that the field was terrible. People 
slip and sliding all over the place. Um, but Iowa ended up prevailing that night too. And I just said to myself, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to play them anymore. Uh, you know, I'd rather like be with them or be with them in some way, shape or form. And last, basically last summer, they gave me the call to join the team and here I am. <laughs> Well, you know what? Things have a way of working out one way or the other. And and before we get into a little bit about more about you and and your expertise, we'll talk about why uh, I reached out again and and had you come on our show, Matthew. Why don't you let everyone know first, where where can they find you on social media? Um, Everybody on social media can find me on Twitter. Um, My handle on there is MattDexterDomps. Um, they can also find me on Instagram, uh, at shady docs, and they can also find me on LinkedIn, uh, Matthew Dompre. Um, either one, uh, I don't really have a preference for either one. So anybody's free to reach out to me on one of those three. Super. And, and I'll make sure on the write up that we post that so people can find you and, and, and what have you. And, and again, reached out to Matthew for, uh, one real, one real compelling reason seeing that that uh, there's some downsizing going on. It's just not Matthew at the University of Iowa. There's a lot of this that will be happening throughout the whole college landscape, not just in the Power of Five, but across the board. And it's, it's heartbreaking. And, and you do some great work because I know that you're involved, uh, heavily involved in uh, probably recruiting videos, hype videos. I, I have every one of them, I'm quite certain. And if we're allowed to, we'll uh, also post a couple of your favorites on there as long as we're we're not breaking uh, any any University of Iowa rules. Oh no, not at all. Um, yeah. the, obviously, uh, schools are people are hungry for content, so whatever they can get, um, let them enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely on the write up. We'll have a couple of links that your favorites. You can pick them. I, okay. I, I think all of them are my favorites, quite honestly. But uh, they're they're pretty pretty cool, and they give me goosebumps, man. They really do. So let's talk a little bit more about. You know, our, our theme really is the fork in the road, and. Right. Um, so what's, what's next? And now we're going to get this out there as much as possible for people. And I mentioned to you, LinkedIn is a, is a kind of the platform of which I, I spend probably more time on and have a pretty good connection. Both of the, uh, JT and I are involved in and around real estate, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, and we're always hungry for video content, aren't we, Jared? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> right on. But let, what's next? All right. We know the forks in the road and, and what's, what's next? Well, um, what I found out on Tuesday morning when I sat down with my supervisor and he showed me the letter, um, he was, I'm pretty much, my boss is a very uh, laid back individual and he, I haven't really seen him show too much emotion, but I can tell like that morning, like he struggled telling me that, and, like he wasn't happy about it, blindsided, I was blindsided by it as well. But no, now my fork in the road is, which I kind of had this thing last year, um, just uh, just letting everybody know um, college athletics is very cutthroat. And when there's coaching changes in college football, um, everybody's uh, tails on the line, in a sense. So I kind of went through this last year when uh, one Bill Snyder retired from Kansas State. Um, my fork in the road now is to um, either continue down the path I've been going I enjoy what I do, love what I basically love what I do day in, day out, or try to go into corporate America where it's kind of tough for, I would say, an individual like myself uh, to kind of break through um, 
where people have been you know, doing that you know, their whole lives, maybe. Um, I know sometimes, you know, athletes are able to transition over there, but like, you know, for support staff, it's not that, it's not as easy. Um, just due to the fact there's like so many factors, so many barriers and whatnot. And um, also I want to tell you guys, um, just at the Power 5 level, I'm one of five African-Americans in the middle capacity at this moment in time. And that's one out of every 13 uh, video guys. So that's a really high percentage. Obviously, that's not all of FBS, but just at the Power 5 level, I know there's five, uh, five, including myself, that we all have the same skin tone. It's cool that you share that, man. That, that, that's really, really awesome. And, and how, about, how about the out, outpouring? You, you happen to mention on, on Twitter, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I just, uh, just found out, you know, that uh, I've got a short time left here at, at what has been so far my dream school. And you've worked at some really good schools. Yes. And uh, I've had the opportunity to meet Bill Snyder, by the way. What a gentleman. Yeah, and, he's uh, an amazing man. Amazing man. And he's very, time, he's, and he spent time at Iowa. He did. He did. <laughs> um, so when I first met uh, Coach Ference at his uh, little get-together before training camp last year, um, he already knew my name, which that wasn't the case. But when I kind of told him my backstory, he was just like, well, kid, you're a kid. It's like, you work with, he's like, you work with Bill? I was like, yes, sir, I did. He's just like, you know, he's like, you know, it's rare that you get to, for me, like, I was rare that you get to work for two of the longest tenured head coaches uh, in college football. So uh, basically, I don't take that for granted at all. You know, it's connectivity. Uh, JT, you got a question? Yeah, so Matthew, I'm really, uh, you know, enjoying learning about your story here. Um, I'd be curious to know, how did you get into uh, sports video? So how did I get into sports video? Well, during my time at Western Kentucky, I wanted to or when I was enrolling at West Kentucky, I wanted to be involved in sports. I already knew that. Like, I knew I was going to – I wasn't a D1 athlete. I was a pretty solidly decent high school athlete. Uh, played basketball more than I played football, actually. I, I'm a better basketball player than football player, if you can believe that. Um, but wanted to be involved, reached out to men's basketball, tried the manager thing out for a little bit. It didn't work out for me. Um, tried to be on a women's practice uh, squad. Uh, women's basketball practice squad that really didn't work out. Ended up becoming a uh, student baseball uh, manager uh, for our baseball team there. And I did that for three seasons. Uh, help pay, basically helped pay for my tuition, books, meals, all that stuff. So um, I would say that was my most humbling experience. And then I kind of got tired of it. Uh, then ended up um, basically at a crossroads. It's like, should I just enjoy my last year off or you know, should I do something? The assistant equipment manager at the time of uh, West Kentucky football, Brian Dittmer, um, he found, he knew I was looking for something to do. Um, he didn't have anything, um, any spots left in the equipment room, so he gave my name to he gave my name a resume to a, a guy by the name of John Riley, um, who was the video coordinator at West Kentucky at the time. He brought me in, sat me down, said, "Hey, I heard a lot about you. I heard you know you're a hard worker." Um, they love um, doing things for the Hilltoppers here. Um, we do, we don't do any equipment stuff. We don't do any laundry. This is that. We just shoot video. Um, it's a very simple concept. It might be confusing at first, but, you know, you would ask me if I understood the game. It's like, yeah, different things like that. And he said, like, hey, if you stick with this, basically work your tail off and you stay committed to it, I'll try to find you a job after graduation. 
And that was kind of the, that kind of pulled me in. And um, I went in, worked my tail off, he kept his word. And then two days after I graduated, I got a whole call from the University of Houston and the rest is kind of history from there. That's, that's awesome. I'm sure a lot of people can resonate, you know, with your story right now, just because there are so many people struggling because of everything going on with COVID. Um, being in the video industry, uh, I wonder if there are, and you, you, I'm sure you could tell me, uh, you know, opportunities for uh, remote, you know, uh, jobs to where, you know, you're helping someone with a, a project here or there and it's being done digitally, you know, even if that person is, you know, several states away, I imagine it'd be a different, you know, perhaps a different industry, I don't know, but uh, that's something I'd be curious about. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so with COVID basically shaking things to its core, um, obviously, um, I've been a part of staffs, I'm not going to say any names, but things like that, but um, obviously being in the building is great. Um, but sometimes you don't want to be there for more than 12, 13, 14 hours in a day. And that's, that's my opinion. That's just me being honest. Um, I've been a part of staff where I've been in buildings. I've been in the building 16 hours in a row. But now that we have COVID, we have, now we have the technology. Um, basically my boss, the assistant director, and myself, we have laptops that we can just remote into our laptops here or any coach's laptop, if he has an issue, we can go ahead and remote it and fix it. Whether it's, hey, I can't find, like let's say for example, here, like, hey, I can't find Northwestern film, or I'm looking for this certain like Northwestern cutup. We'll go in, be on the phone with them, kind of like show them where it's at, like have control of his computer, and he's usually like, all right, cool, thanks, I'm good from there. But now, um, it's kind of like, you know, if it gets to the point like, you know, with COVID and everything like that, if one of us gets it, or let's say the whole department gets it, we can make, we're able to work from home. We're able to do stuff from there while we're recovering and staying away in quarantine. Uh, but that's, this is for anybody that's kind of in this industry, in this business. I know uh, my former boss at Boston College, he used to remote in all the time, off his phone, off his laptop, and that's where I kind of learned how to do it as well. It's amazing how, you know, comfortable people are getting with, you know, uh, remote, you know, Zoom calls and all that good stuff. You know, uh, everybody's, you know, grandparents know how to use Zoom now. And that's uh, an interesting, you know, silver lining of all this. Uh, I'm curious, with you living in so many different states, uh, if work was not a, you know, an issue, let's say you were retired, uh, any favorite places that you've lived? Oh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, hands down. Right. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania was... Awesome. Um, I lived there when the Penguins won back-to-back -back Stanley Cups. Um, it was just an ama amazing city. Um, always something to do. Um, just loved it. Loved every single thing about it. My, my mom's uh, extended family is from Pennsylvania, and to this day, uh, she doesn't say y'all like we do in Texas. She says use. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so Pittsburgh has their own language. Uh, ease is what they call it. So they say like Yuzians. Um, they use different terminology uh, that you and like people from the outside are like, it's supposed to be pronounced like this. Like, no, we, we say it like this up around these parts. So um, it was a little confusing at first, but you know, uh, Pittsburgh is very unique. 
uh, love it. Um, so Pitt and uh, the Steelers, they share a facility actually. Um, Is that right? Yeah, they share a facility. Only a wall separates the two. And like in the back of the facility, uh, the Steelers have two practice fields. Pitt has two practice fields. Um, but it was just amazing getting to see guys like Ryan Shazier, um, Le'Veon Bell, um, big, basically obviously Big Ben, uh, Andrew Villanueva, Castro, Pouncey, got to even talk to those guys in Long Beach to get, be able to eat over there um, as a staff uh, while getting food. So being able to just you know, talk to those guys, those guys were like very down to earth. And uh, uh, Mike Tom, um, I enjoy, I had a few conversations with him. I enjoyed those as well. Man, that, that, that is cool. And connecting more dots because Coach F is from Pennsylvania. Correct, yes. Imagine that. I mean, yeah. all these dots are connecting. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep going there. Hey, is the term Hawkeye nice really true? Yes, or ionize, as yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people want to say. And obviously, I don't know if you guys have heard, we had a, a horrible storm pass through a couple of weeks ago, Derecho. Um, and people, you know, just some people are just now getting power back on. So yeah, that's after, it's a, it's that's right. I have family from up there, and yeah. uh, I think I shared that with you. <clears throat> but uh, I didn't want to give too much credit to the to the clones and say Iowa nice, but you know what? I'll, I'll throw Iowa nice. I, I always say Hawkeye nice, but uh, which reminds me when you posted um, that you're, that you're going to be moving on, you had uh, everything from coaches, administrators, fans reaching out to you. Is that correct? That is correct. That's, That's awesome. Correct. Yeah. That's awesome. And you earned that. All right. So let's have a little fun. You've seen a lot of stuff. You know, 16 hours in the facility, working on the road, doing this, that, and the other thing, helping coaches. Hey, is there something that comes to mind that would crack us up? So, when you sent me the sheet yesterday, I've been, like, going in my head, thinking, like, okay, like, what can I share that's not going to be, like, too revealing right. about, you know, too much of anything. Um, but... I've seen so I've seen so much, so I'm trying to be like, oh, I'm really. Um, <laughs> I, really. I know uh, coaches and players; they can uh, they can be jokesters when uh, when they turn it on when they turn it on for sure. So, yeah. so uh, I'll go back to when I was a grad assistant um, at Pitt. Um, I got to know a couple of the players, like on a personal level, uh, and some of them are still good friends of mine to this day. Um, it was during training camp in 2016, and all the players every year try to like plan that from the year before like in their heads try to like okay the schedule you know what's gonna happen are we gonna get this snack this day are we gonna do this this day are we gonna be off finally and i kid you not um i already so i had a schedule but i had to keep it hidden uh in my desk area in the video office because they would come and like count me so one morning uh, I get basically, you know, walking in the facility, I get up. I'm not joking. There's three players by my desk, office area. And I was just like, oh, hey, guys, you need something? Yeah, we need to know. I was like, yeah, we need to know what the schedule is. I was just like, I can't tell you. that. like, they basically, like, sit me down, like, interrogate me. They're like, tell us what the schedule is. It's just like, I can't. It's like, we'll leave you alone if you tell us. I was just like, do you promise or are you just going to keep bugging me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it was just like, when are we off? And I basically told him, like, you guys are off this day. All right. Like, you know, go away. Leave me alone. You didn't hear it from me. You, 
guys are going to find out in the team meeting anyway. So um, just being around those guys, um, yeah, basically, it's been a, basically it's been enjoyable. Um, I obviously I do think I do think I'll land in another program hopefully uh, soon. Uh, if not, maybe give me next year. But you know, I got a couple of coals in the fire right now. To, I've had a lot of people like reach out in a sense, but. Um, it's been, it's been a great ride. It's been a great ride. I hope it continues. It will. It will. The adi- winning attitude like that, it, uh, it no doubt will. And again, just connecting some dots and, and J- JT and I will do our best to, to, uh, share with all of our connections that we happen to be in the industry where maybe even do some freelancing. Like I've mentioned. Yeah, definitely. Time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've had a lot of people reach out about freelancing opportunities. Actually, I talked to a student here, uh, who's a grad, who's a grad student in the audiology department. I'm meeting with her next week to discuss, uh, possibly bringing something to life for her. So, so you think when the next opportunity presents itself, and it might be in it might be in a few minutes, it might be in a few hours, it might be a few days, whatever, right? You said you got some coals, coals on the fire. Will that decision be made with your head or your heart? Um, it's going to be made by my. It's going to be made by both, but mostly my head. Um, you got to kind of think through, think things through. Um, I used to make decisions with my heart and my gut, and obviously, I don't know about you guys, but like I go off my gut feeling. If I know something's not right, I usually say, like, kind of like say to myself, you know, why am I thinking this? Uh, or if it's good, it's just like, why is this so good? Like, is there space? Is there a catch? I kind of ask, my, ask myself that. But I usually make a pro-con list um, with any, anybody who comes to offers me um, a position. And I usually kind of go off of there. Yeah, that's, that's great advice, especially uh... – for our younger folks in high school and in college that are in, still in college, Matthew, that, that listen to this, we always try to get them, give them some nuggets. Certainly that's a, that's a good nugget for sure. Hey, I do know the Hawkeyes, uh, particularly the football program that I'm aware of, uh, they read quite a bit. Coach throws out there a, a good book or the coaches do. Is there a favorite book that, that you would recommend to well, all of us? Um, yes, um, you're correct. Um, every Every player um, gets an iPad here, and it has we uh, put a, about four or five novels on there for them to read. And they usually do it in the off season. They usually read one during camp. Um, but the book I'll recommend to you right now is called um, "Basically Under Our Skin." Um, and I was sent I was sent uh, this book by a, a nonprofit in Minneapolis uh, called Managers on a Mission. Um, and obviously it talks, it's kind of talks about uh, systematic racism and what African-Americans go through. Um, it's basically today's age or basically kind of in the last 400 years in a sense. Um, I think that book's kind of been eye-opening for me. I'm still, I don't know everything. Um, I've had some uncomfortable conversations with some people that have been good um, moving forward because like obviously people want to learn about like what's going on. Um, people ask me like, my daily routine being pulled over by police, but I think that book is like a really eye-opening, and I think everybody should uh, try to read that if they get the chance to. And once again, the name of that book, Matthew? Uh, Under Our Skin. There, there you have it, everyone. And uh, I, I have that on my reading list, and it's been on there for far too long, but I do have that on there. It was recommended to me by a friend, yeah, Matthew. So uh, with that, I'll make sure it's my next book for sure. Awesome. 
Yeah, that's a great recommend. I appreciate it. Hey, any, any other bits of advice as we get ready to, to close this down, Matthew, any, any other advice? Again, I just gotta, I gotta say what a great attitude and uh, you love what you're doing. You love who you're doing it with. Um, I happen to be biased to that program, but I know there's a lot of great programs and great people out there. Any, any, uh, any other advice that you'd like to offer out there? Um, just want to tell everybody, you know, keep your glass half full. Um, yeah, trust me. Like I know I'm not the only one um, out there, you know, getting their job cut or eliminated due to COVID. Um, but you know, just keep your head up. Now, 2020, I think everybody, even us in this podcast, can say 2020 sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. Um, but you know, I've pushed through. I can't believe it's about to be almost September. You know, time flies. It was just. I feel like it was just March, and now I'm looking up, like, the last, before June, uh, yeah, before June 15th, the last time I was in this facility was March 13th. Yeah. So, absolutely, um, absolutely crazy. And honestly, like, I'll, I have a little story. Um, so, right before the pandemic happened, um, uh, a tornado went through the middle of the sea area, and my mom has a house in the middle of the sea area. So, uh, long story short, house was destroyed. Um, in the tornado, um, basically really devastated, uh, things like that. But uh, my dad, my basically my dad sent us photos and basically all around the house. And I noticed that there was kind of one particular area that didn't really get touched in the house. Um, and that was my room. And <clears throat> I've kind of been going through some stuff um, earlier this year. And that kind of resonated with me, saying like, you know, store, basically this horrible store came through, destroyed people's homes that they built or saved for for years. Um, and I know I've been going through, basically I've gone through a lot of stuff in the last two years, uh, but that kind of resonated with me basically saying like, hey, like you can, do, basically you can do this, just stand strong, just you know, keep your ground, push, basically push through, power through, but you know, uh, you know, they say you get knocked down seven times, you get a bait, um, in a sense. So um, that's any advice that will help anybody right now. Um, Basically, if they're looking for that was a sign I was kind of looking for. So that's kind of like what I went back to when I heard this news the other day. Um, you know, just keep up, basically keep on pushing through. Um, yeah, that that is fantastic. Gave me goosebumps actually thinking about the times that 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 we're in and and uh, collectively as a nation and and um, you know. From weather, and again, I appreciate you bringing up the the, the folks in Iowa. And yeah, and, I, and honestly, like I started GoFundMe for my mom. Um, I've had so much support from the people of Iowa. It's like I, I can't thank them enough. I like I honestly like can't thank them enough. Um, our coaches, staff, our players. Um, they came to check, basically when I was in the back in the building. They came to check on me, asking me, "Hey, how's your mom? Um, how's your family doing? Everything okay? Do you need anything? Things like that." So like, I'm very. Um, grateful to be where I'm at. It's like, it's a true family environment here, uh, without football. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, and I saw all the folks that, uh, from the football and basketball and the, well, a lot of folks from the sports programs headed up to Cedar Rapids and to, uh, to help out. And, and, uh, Jared and I happen to be in Texas and we just had a, you know, part of Texas and certainly Louisiana. So our hearts go out to all those folks as we, as we, right, wrap right, this right, up. Yeah. Hey, the, you know, we're, we're fortunate, right? We're, we're fortunate. We were able Very. to get up today. We got together. 
met a new friend personally, finally, you know, yeah. got, got his number folks. If, uh, if you are looking for a pure pro, I'll make sure we get, we get some, uh, examples of some of his fine work, which I know it's really good. So, uh, and you don't have to be just a Hawkeye fan to enjoy it because it's, uh, really, really well done. And, and, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. So Matthew, thank you for joining us. And, and again, we'll get this out for us and, and uh, don't be surprised if some people reach out to you. I, I certainly would love to have you back on again. I would love that. I, I'd love to be back on with you guys. You know, this this is my first podcast. So yeah. I'll be honest, like when you reached out to me, you talked about being on a podcast. I'm like, I've been dying to be on a podcast since the <laughs> pandemic started. So um, this is like, this was exciting for me. That's cool, man. You know, I'm glad we, <laughs> I'm glad we could come together. And, and we may even bring you on as a, as a co-host and, once your feet are landed or, or whatever the case might be, then you could be on the, on the flip side of it and maybe bring a guest in. We'd love to be able to do that together. And I've got your number and I know you have mine and we'll pass yep. along uh, JT's as well, but that way you've got us. Matthew, again, it's pretty awesome. Let's, uh, let's definitely stay in touch. I, I promise you that I will. And uh, so will Jared. And on behalf of, uh, on behalf of breaking business barriers, this is your host, Brent Duhame, co-host Jared Ty, also known as JT and Biowatai in real estate. So, Matthew, again, thanks, man. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you joining us. Oh, no problem, guys. Uh, thank you. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, Onward. See you guys again. Onward and upward.